Hello and welcome to Explore Your Core. I'm the host Elise and on this podcast we delve inwards and explore topics around intuition, creativity, the mind and wellness. This is a change of the podcast name, but I'll tap into that now. It was originally called The Creatives for Season 1, and the reason that I have changed it is actually through doing the podcast and over the episodes, I've kind of noticed this this overarching theme of wanting to delve a little bit deeper, wanting to know about the creative's journey, about what they're learning in life, about their kind of realizations, and I think... Uh, It goes well beyond just the creatives. I'm definitely really fascinated by curiosity and creativity, but I think that's just one of the many, many aspects that I am fascinated in. And I think the overarching theme that I've found by doing these podcasts in season one is that I'm, yeah, really fascinated about the human mind, about psychology, and especially exploring my own core and understanding about how others explore their own. So I thought I'd change the name up for this season to explore your core and have the the episodes a little bit more about resilience and psychology and well-being as a whole within the creative field and life in general. I I think I've learned a lot from doing the first season and I'm very grateful for all the speakers that have come on but I think by continually reassessing and kind of sussing out where I want it to go I think explore your core sums it up pretty perfectly in, in what I want to be able to speak to and I think it's been a really fun thing to start a podcast in the first place it was something I had no idea how to do <laughs> not at all I pretty much a friend told me an app um, called Anchor I sussed it out I, t- I messaged a couple people to see if they were interested and kind of did my first one from there and I think if I hadn't have got the ball rolling in the first place I wouldn't have had a podcast at all but it just meant that along those times, it's, oh, it's almost coming up to a year now that uh, the podcast has been going on for. I think if I hadn't started it, it wouldn't be a podcast at all because it, it, I just wouldn't know where to start and I wouldn't know what I wanted to talk about. So I think the expanding it to what it is now is a really cool step forward, being able to kind of branch out a little bit further. And I think it's been a really interesting process, actually, doing a podcast that's opened up a lot of insight and knowledge to me and I hope that it's been able to provide some insight to the listeners as well but I'm super excited for this season we're going to dive pretty deep with some amazing people that I know and am yet to meet coming on and so I wanted to start off this episode talking a little bit about how I got the name Explore Your Core and that kind of journey for me I know I've done one episode in the last season a little bit about myself but I thought i would kind of touch on seeing that that's now the name of the podcast but Explore Your Core came about and I feel like I've I have mentioned this before but through my eating disorder journey I think there was something there was a journey in itself from getting from mentally unwell to mentally well that in itself was a massive journey but I but that's not where the journey ended for me I think that was actually the start of a really incredible journey learning about myself and exploring my own core I was able to really it was a good foundation going through recovery and going through kind of treatment with a dietitian and a psychologist because I got to tackle those things about what I want in life and who I am as a person kind of as I got my identity back um, and was able to kind of function a little bit more normally it was like, all right where do I really want to go and what do I want to do and I think because I was quite a fragile person in that recovery stage I was really aware of a lot of things in terms of like social norms and pressures and burning out really easily and I think through those burnouts I've learned a lot 
um, because they've provided a lot of insight in terms of finding balance, in terms of seeing where I fit in and and what's going on. So I think um, exploring my own core has been a massive thing and it's brought so much gratitude. It's brought so much happiness because I feel like I'm very content with who I am and where I'm going and what I'm doing because I'm so aware of that. Like I feel like I've explored my core. I know a lot of the roots and, and hidden trails within me and that's a really insightful thing moving forward as I as I travel and I try out new things I'm quite aware as to what kind of people I like to hang around with and what I like to do and so I do find that I have some pretty awesome adventures and meet awesome people yeah I do find that I'm very in tune with how I'm feeling and I really believe that that everyone should I just feel like exploring my own core has brought about so much clarity and I really hope that everyone can kind of tap into this inner intuition. I'm not sure what it is, but this like inner knowing to help guide you through life. I think I would be even more lost and even more confused if I hadn't have delved in and understood that about myself. And I hope for others to kind of find that as well, because it's a really powerful tool. You don't have to then rely so much on other people's opinions and other people's knowledge or ideas because you've kind of got it within yourself you're not having to be dependent on anyone or anywhere because it's kind of bringing about that independence and knowing within so that's kind of how explore your core came to be and I think that's just me as a brand now in terms of my art I feel like a lot of the art I produce is around that around realizations that I've had around things that I'm kind of uncovering and I I do burn out fairly easier or have had a lot of kind of burnouts and each one I've noticed or kind of understood something and that's why I'm very passionate about being able to speak on the podcast about what I've learned because I hope it can either prevent others from going that way or at least knowing they're not alone and that's why for this uh, episode today I really wanted to talk about balance. Um, Balance has probably been one of the biggest things I've had to learn in my own journey I am a very strong and determinated person like I feel like I've got a fairly strong mind and it's both a strength and a weakness it's been a strength in the sense that I've been able to do some awesome like trail runs and um, incredible adventures like if I put my mind to something I can do it but it's been very harmful when it works uh, against me Um, especially when I'm in a bad headspace it can be really tough to get out of it's a very yeah very overwhelming kind of experience and so Going through recovery, I guess eating disorder specific, I learned a lot about balance in terms of food intake and exercise. And I find, yeah, I found that I was doing kind of extreme dieting and extreme like healthy eating, extreme exercise. Like if I put my mind to it, I really, really wanted to do it well. And I'm very capable of being able to eat healthy. I know that I can stick to a strict meal plan if I needed. But I think what I've learned, again, is coming back to that balance that my body is best suited and I guess I'm happiest when I'm living in balance with food, that I still eat out, that I still eat all foods, that sure, um, maybe I'm not choosing the wisest choices right now, like maybe I'm having takeout or some takeaway food, but I think it's really nice to not have to stress about it, to know that you know, most of the time I look after my body really well, most of the time I eat nutritious food, but you know, we're out for pizza, so I'm going to have pizza or just for the convenience, I'm just going to have this today and not have to stress about the nutritional value or the ingredients. Like I think for me, 
Personally, balance over anything has been the most comfortable way of living because I get so in my head. It's like I could be, I could eat more healthier than I do, but I feel that I'm also mentally not the healthiest. I'm getting stressed over the food. I'm worrying about it. I'm putting in too much effort in meal planning and all that jazz. So like my happiest and most mentally at ease is when I'm not putting too much effort into food. Like I, as I said, I eat fairly well and fairly healthy and that's kind of where I sit best. And same with exercise. Like I used to have a bad relationship with exercise because I used to do exercise after eating as a way of kind of punishment, as a way of, well, now I've eaten too much, well, I've got to burn it off. And it was a really unhealthy relationship I had there and I, I didn't want to exercise. I didn't like it. It was more, I feel obliged. It was a, I need to burn off the energy. And so I got to relearn how to find enjoyment with exercise again. And I did that through team sports. So rather, I never have got myself a gym membership. I've decided that that's probably uh, too tempting to kind of have that control in my hands. So I um, went to soccer and started with that. So exercise was limited to um, pretty much, I guess, two hours or one hour, two times a week. And then picked up pole dancing, which was an incredible, incredible thing to start learning. It's very body positive, very inclusive and have loved doing that. And slowly, as I've built up my relationship with exercise and started to like it again, I find it now as a form of meditation, but that's very much, I'm very conscious about intention. Like if I'm doing it for any other reason than to make my body kind of feel good and have energy, then I'm aware of that and I don't listen to it or I make sure that I slow down with exercise. At the moment, I found a really sweet spot, which I'm happy with. And I really care about my relationship with exercise. Like if I'm feeling tired, I'll make sure I let myself have a sleep in and not uh, be harsh about doing it. You know, if I'm taking a week off or just like slowing down over Christmas, like having that balance I think is really important and that's what's given me the longevity uh, to be able to keep trail running and doing the activities that I do is that I have a really good mindset if I'm not wanting to push myself I won't I think for quite a while I didn't track any of my runs I didn't really I don't have a Fitbit because I'm too worried that I'll care about the steps or the amount of exercise I'm doing so what I would do is I'd go yeah go for like a morning run or, or whatever but not track it And then if there was a trail run or something kind of coming up, I would start to train for it a little bit, work towards a time, kind of have a little bit of a schedule and then afterwards rest up, like give my body plenty of rest, plenty of just like eating out and and recuperating. And that way I'm not burning out from exercise because I'm not placing too much emphasis on it. Like I really enjoy it and I don't try and push myself. Like every now and then I'll push myself for a good time or a good distance or something, but it's usually just a a morning activity that makes me kind of feel awake and alert in the morning, which I really like. Um, Another thing that I feel like I've had to work on for balance, which has been a massive one again in my recovery, is productivity. I got into personal development quite a few years ago in a stage where I was fairly vulnerable, so very easily kind of persuaded and like whoa this is the way to go about life like achieve goals smash things out like I'm gonna feel good and people are telling me I'm gonna do great things and I really got kind of hooked on that it was my new 
not my new little obsession, but it was something that my mind could really kind of fixate on, which I loved. I loved achieving goals and I loved ticking things off and um, networking and all that kind of stuff. And I then um, throughout the years kind of found meditation and yoga and actually fell into finding some Hinduism and started to realize the message that I'm getting through personal development is that you're not enough as is. Like you're not, a, you're not enough unless you've achieved something great or that you're number one that number two isn't good enough that third or just trying isn't good enough like unless you're striving for something great or unless you have achievements to show you're not worthy enough as is and I think that's a really toxic message that I started to be listening to myself or at least putting onto myself or twisting it in a way that I it made me feel that I wasn't worthy enough unless I was doing something and so I think my friends started to kind of notice like well we'll going through school that, you know, everyone was kind of doing their own thing and having hanging now. And I was very like, I, I need to get things done. They're saying I'm, I'm just too busy and kind of burnt out from that, realizing I, I am, I'm not giving myself enough space for fun. I'm not giving myself enough space to just, to just relax. Like I couldn't watch movies and I learned through a relationship that it is very normal to kind of just have a night in and watch movies and I I actually really struggled I thought it was kind of wasting time or that I could be doing something better with my time and that was a bit of a wake-up call to find that balance again to allow myself that rest that I needed and stop placing so much emphasis on getting things done and I think it's really hard in a productive world where achievement is always congratulated that you know the message is always how can we make people more productive and more efficient how can we squeeze in more of that day and having social media makes it so hard because we're seeing what people are up to and and it's praise it's praise when you can tick things off your list it's praise when you can get things done you're not lazy that way and so throughout the years I kind of had to unlearn that and let myself watch movies let myself sleep in, let myself have days where I do nothing. And that was really, really hard to learn. But it's taught me again about that balance, that it's nice to be productive and get things done. But also, I don't need to be productive. Like it's nice to be productive, but I don't need to be getting things done. And that I know when I'm a little bit out of balance, when I am about to burn out. And I think there's something really beautiful in learning how to slow down. I think for creativity as well there's something really powerful in boredom and I often don't let myself get bored often enough and being productive definitely eliminates the chances of getting bored and it eliminates those times where I feel like I'm wasting the day I'm not sure why I think traveling has been the probably the most helpful thing for kind of having that productivity is that you really delve into the unknown like you don't plan your day so you have the potential for nothing to happen to just Maybe go for a little walk in the morning and kind of cruise around and not do much. But it also means it creates the spaces for pretty unreal things to happen. And I think that's taught me a lot about not planning. And again, with absolutely every aspect I feel in life, balance, it always comes back to balance. Like to have too many plans means that you don't allow for little encounters in your day to happen for opportunities to to come past you might you know someone might walk past you and then you spend the day with them and end up working with them later on and moving like it's beautiful how that can happen but I think having absolutely no plan at all like none none is not necessarily the most helpful thing I so again balance is the most important thing 
And it's the same like with work-life balance. I feel like when you're working too much, your body kind of screams for rest and you kind of feel a little bit antsy or out of balance. And I think I've been tapping into that a lot with all aspects of my life, like noticing when I start to get a little bit overworked, just tapping in a right, what's out of balance? What do I need to readjust? And I think lately it's been that I've been traveling so much that I'm missing some other aspects, like fulfilling other aspects of my life in terms of like maybe getting some study or more work or something that's a little bit more grounded that I feel like I'm progressing in. So that's what I'm currently seeking balance in. But I think it's so important to listen to those little nudges, to feel, all right, something isn't quite right at the moment. I'm feeling a little funny. Like if your body is kind of telling you for rest, like don't ignore it. If your body is telling you you want some more adventure and more time, I mean work, if work's limiting you to be able to do that, then that's completely understandable. But to listen to what your body's kind of craving at the moment and, and go for it. If you're wanting some new adventure in your life, go for it. If you're wanting some new hobbies, just go out and do it. I think having a sense of balance in my life has been one of the most grounding feelings. And it's something that as I get more and more aware, I'm able to really easily find what's out of balance and then be able to readjust it before anything gets too out of whack. And I think this is a good opportunity for you to even reflect on your own life, how how balanced you feel in all aspects of your life. I really, really love sitting down and kind of reflecting, all right, where am I putting my energy? Where, where am I putting my time? I listened to a podcast where they suggest that you color code what you're doing for the week or for the month, like on your planner as to what area they are. And I've noticed that quite a few parts of my life I'm doing a lot and a lot of but neglecting other parts like I haven't been working much lately it is it is fairly unbalanced so I think yeah having fun and love and hard work and adventure like they all should be balanced there's only so much you can do and it's actually a really funny realization that I've kind of had lately is like I'm living I'm living the dream I'm I'm traveling and adventuring and I'm absolutely loving it but I am finding that there is still something a little bit out of balance because you can't have just fun you can't have just adventure and I feel like maybe I've been doing a bit too much of that and that it's good in it's good in moderation that way you really get to appreciate it that way it's a nice little refresher I guess it's like if um I guess it's like if Christmas was every day it's just not sustainable like having big feasts and celebrations and just like eating till you're over full and hanging out with family like it's nice in moderation and I think that's with everything that kind of moderation adventure travel socializing in moderation is key uh same with like work and study like you, you can only do so much of it until it becomes unbalanced and I think at times balance can almost come across as boring because we live in a society that is so driven by the extremes about achievements about big things happening about this high this about this big crazy event that happened in this you know all these headlines someone does this crazy thing for a whole week or a big transformation and I think that's really cool to be able to achieve that's I guess how a lot of goals are achieved by like really smashing it out over a short amount of time or doing something crazy for a short amount of time but there is beauty in this like longevity that you get from balance from being able to 
sustain like I feel like with at least for exercise to me I've been able to achieve great things probably better than I could have done if it was a short and hard attempt because I've got that consistency because I love running because it's not burning me out I love going for a morning run I love like catching up with people I allow myself to rest when I need and so I've been able to do some awesome trail runs and some things I never thought I'd be able to do through consistency because I'm able and enjoy running that I feel like I couldn't have been able to do had I done it just by fully pushing myself and that's the same with like I feel like I'm the healthiest I've been even though I'm eating junk food and takeout because I've got this nice relationship with food now I'm not forcing myself to be extremely healthy and then it backfiring on me I've just got this nice level-headed neutral idea around food which I guess is the goal in in recovery which is really nice but I think being able to reflect of your on your life as a whole is really really important I think it's brought about a lot of insights and prevented me from burnouts before they've happened because I've realized all right I'm working a bit too hard or I haven't had a holiday in a while or, or whatever it may be and being able to adjust it before it happens I think it's so easy to get your arm twisted and be like oh I guess one more night drinking or I guess I'll stay up a little bit later. But I think there's something really powerful in being able to listen and tap in to how you're feeling and, and go with that. And occasionally, totally fine. If you're like, oh, I was going to have an early one but ended up going out, like totally fine. But I think if it just keeps happening and happening, it's important to learn your own boundaries and really stick with that. Because then that way you're living life on your accord the way that you kind of want it to be rather than allowing your external world to dictate how your life ends up because you're not taking any control. And it's, it's nice, again, <laughs> I feel like a broken record, but to have that balance between being like, no, this is what I said I was going to do and so I'm doing it and allowing people to kind of persuade you. I think it's fun sometimes. Be like, all right, well, I was actually just going to go home, but now that you said that, let's do it. And you end up having a good night. Um, and sometimes, yeah, being like, you know what? I'm actually going to have a day by myself because that's what I plan to do and stick with it. So I think moderation and balance in terms of how you go about your day and like what how people influence you I think is another key thing as well yeah so I guess there's some of my insights in terms of finding balance in aspects of my life and that's been a bit of the journey the last kind of years I guess the self-discovery journey balance being a massive thing that I've had to learn in areas of exercise food personal development and productivity in terms of how social I am in terms of just my approach to life I think I've been I've been faced with challenges in all these aspects and that's why I've had to kind of tackle it head on or else I do burn out or else something does kind of happen until I work it out and find that balance again so in a way I guess I'm grateful but I feel like I've learned the hard way of just so many different challenges of taking things way too far to the extreme and then having to dial it back like taking exercise way too far and then having to find a middle ground and taking food way too high eating way too healthy and caring too much and then having to strip it back to normality and I'm yeah very grateful that I have a strong determined mind that's able to make me do those things but I've realized what I need it's balance and that's something I'm gonna keep harping on about because it's brought about so much happiness so much contentness and yeah it's been able to make me feel really grounded in life really clear about what I want to do and I hope for those listening that you can kind of be able to take a moment to realize 
where you are in terms of balance, what things you're maybe spending too much time on or not enough time on or what aspects you kind of need a little bit more TLC or a little bit more attention. So yeah, that's a little bit about Explore Your Core, about how it came to be and probably one of the biggest learnings in exploring my own core, which is finding balance.